Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, on to Tigers Bulldogs. Uh, how good was it to see the crowd react every time Twal touched the ball? That was fucking sick. I, I mate, huge fan of Twal. Uh, we've already spoken about Hastings ten in the bin. Uh, I couldn't believe that myself. But I mean, look, the Tigers—they got another win, and I think that we kind of all could see this coming because although they lost three in a row, they were playing good footy, in my opinion, last three weeks. They're unlucky those three weeks. Yeah, they were, you know, they were playing good, solid footy. They get a win against a you know a dogs team that started really poorly, then came out firing the second half. Timmy, what do you think about this game? Yeah, with you, mate. We are uh, the Tigers. It had been coming. They put it together. Yeah, they got the dogs, and it's some sort of softer opposition. But I thought they were pretty decent. Um, Luke Garner touched on him most weeks, but I think he's been fantastic. He moved back to the back row this week. Mate, his line running. I think you mentioned last week about uh, decoy runners and how. Just whether you sell it or not, mm. and, and whether you do a genuine job of it or you're there and you're a bit of a passenger and you mean nothing, they slide off you. The first two or three tries the Tigers scored, every time it was Luke Garner, he scored one, he was blaring into the line, and you just saw defenders bite on him, and that space opened up out the back. Mate, I thought Garner was fantastic in that game, mm. and I think he has been all year. Um, and over at the Doggies, it was you know a few decent moments. Matty Burton was in everything. I thought he had a really good game. Um, yeah, so yeah, they few positive for both sides, but uh, the Tigers, it was a deserved win after a tough <coughs> month. Like he's going to be a handful at Penrith Garner, isn't he? Mm. Like you think if he lands on that oh. left edge, like it'll be interesting to see what they do because they're, they're losing that ball player in Kikau. So it'll be interesting to see if you do see Dylan Edwards maybe play down a bit more yeah. the left down that side mm. next year. But I thought I thought some of the lines he was running, sensational. Well, Garner reminds me a lot of a Capewell. Mm. He's very similar. Very similar-ish kind of player. So I, he'll probably go to similar-ish heights that Capewell did at the Panthers. Yeah. Um, but that kick-out, the loss of kick-out is going to be interesting to see how... Because, like, the amount of games he breaks open for the Panthers and just changes momentum is crazy. But, sorry, Guru. Yeah, no, I thought Canterbury, I think they... I don't have it in front of me, but I think they scored 14 of their points in a 10-minute period. Yeah, they scored a try in the 42nd, 45th, 54th. Uh, two of those tries were whilst Jackson Hastings was off the field. 
Um, so definitely helped there. Jeremy Marshall King had a big few minutes there. Line break into a try. This Kiraz can play, can't he? Oof. Yep. He's a goer. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought that uh, Tavita Pango Jr. off the bench was really solid. I thought it was probably one of his better games the he's last such, few he's weeks. He's such a headache, though. Because oh, you just don't know where to put him. Yeah. But then he comes and does shit like this where you're going, oh, you're actually one of the most damaging ball runners in the game. And you go, where, where do I put you? What do you guys reckon? I, do you reckon? I just reckon put him in the front. In the middle, I like him off the bench and say, Tavita, just go and enjoy yourself, mate. Rip and tear. We'll bring you off if you get gassed. We can put you back on. You know, get through your tackles, but don't be too worried about it. Um, yeah, just enjoy yourself. What do you guys reckon? <laughs> the more you think about where to put TPJ, I feel like... The closer you are to making a mistake with TPJ. <laughs> yeah. Like, he yeah. just, yeah, I, I, I think you bring him off the bench and you just let him rip, rip and tear in the middle there somewhere. But they have got a lot of really quality middles, mm. which makes it tough. Uh, I like the move of Josh Jackson out to the edge. I, I just, as we said a few weeks ago, I don't, I don't love him in the 13 role. Um, I'm not sure if I love him on the edge either, but he's another guy that I would love just to put him in the front row. Yeah. But you have got so many guys in that pack between mm. Luke Thompson, Maxi King mm. off the bench, Paul Vaughan's going good. Um, so it's an it's a awkward pack to sort of uh, find your balance with there. But yeah, Canterbury, um, I, I, I wasn't overly impressed with them in this game, to be yeah. honest. Um, I thought the Tigers were the better team the whole way through, and if it wasn't for that Symbian, which I thought was a little bit dodgy, I thought the Tigers were going to run away with this. Question. And it's early, early going. Has Madge turned it around? I think so. I think he might have. Yeah. And, and if he has turned it around, let's, if he has, now they, it's, you know, I think we, we need to ask this question at the end of the season because that's when we'll know. But is it the greatest fucking turnaround of all time? Are we talking goat turnarounds? Because <laughs> we talk about being under the pump. This bloke has the most under the pump that I've ever seen a coach nearly. And he's managed to hang in there, hang in there. And I like what I'm seeing at the Tigers. Offering Galway playing good footy at 13. You know, I think when Dane Laurie gets back, they'll be better. Hastings is clearly the guy for them going forward. You know, Luke Brooks is out. You know, they get the job done with Madden in there. I, I think they turn. I think the ship's turning. Timmy, is the ship turning, or is, am I too soon? The ship's turning, but it's not there yet, mate. Bit of, <laughs> bit of, about a, it's about forty-five degrees turn. It's uh, getting there. Um, I mean, we said that they've had excuses the last month, and they really have. But at the same time, I think coming into the Bulldogs game, they'd lost by thirteen plus margins, or thereabouts, two weeks in a row. Pretty comprehensive losses. They lost to the Dragons the week before that. So, they, I mean, they've won one game last month. Mm. Um, so I'm not getting too excited. That being said, I think they've looked as good as sides can look for having lost 13-plus in that period um, with sim bins and all sorts of things go against them, injuries. Um, getting there. Uh, forward pack particularly getting there. You know, they've got Dane Laurie coming back in will help out. Adam Dewey coming back in. Yeah, yeah. That is going to be a tremendous inclusion. I, I can't wait for it because that will change the mm. side. Um, to be fair, their last two weeks' losses were 36-22 against uh, Tom Javovich Manly mm. and then uh, then against Cowboys. Mm. Two pretty yeah. fucking fair sides. Um, getting there, um, there's a footballer in Jock Madden somewhere. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he can produce some good quality stuff, good vision, has a crack. I uh, don't mind him. Do you sign Hastings on a long-term deal now? whilst he's still on the come up and it's still trying to find out what's going on. Now, I'm not talking million-dollar deals, but I'm just talking about, 
if he keeps pulling this Tigers team up, his value becomes, you know, yeah. for example, if I'm the Dogs, I am absolutely asking what Hastings is doing. If you're the Dolphins, are you starting to look at Hastings? I, honestly, any club that needs a half, Knights, all of these clubs at the bottom, I am absolutely asking what Hastings is doing because there is no denying anymore Hastings has turned the club around. Like, he's not the only reason. But that's that Tigers team, with and without Hastings, are two... It's like two different clubs. Yeah. It's honestly like two different clubs. Do you go to the... If you're the Tigers, are you going, let's lock this bloke up now on a, a solid contract, but not too hectic because he's, he's still in that loyalty phase? <laughs> mm. Because think about it. Okay, Bulldogs could use, Bulldogs could use him. Dolphins could use him. Um, the Knights Knight. could use him desperately. Yeah. Uh, who else is at the bottom of the table there? Raiders could use him to a degree. Um, who else got the bottom there? Like, that's enough though. That's that's easily enough. Yeah. You know, Titans could have used him. How long is he contracted for? I think two, two years, two years. If you're the Tigers, are you starting to look to lock him up now? I think you have to. I think you'd be crazy not mm. to, especially when you consider the pieces you're going to get next year in Papali'i yeah. and in Apikurasau. Yeah, um, I think it'd be you know. I mean, if they would have won two or three of those first five games, I know they didn't, but if they did, would like would you say that there's a world where they could make the top eight? Mate, it'd still be tough. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And as you said, you know, as the ship turned around, I personally think that even if the ship does turn around, which I think it has, I think best case scenario they can finish eleventh. I yes, know it's maybe. probably I know it's probably just stupid to say, but when Hastings was out for three weeks, they lost against the Warriors and the Titans, which they, if he was playing. They could have won, and if they won both of those, they're on the same points as the Rabbitohs. That's true. Yeah. Well, Two yeah. games out of the eight. And also uh, Hastings contracted till the end of 2023. Okay, so he can literally go on sign at November, November 1st 1. this year. Yeah. Holy. I do. I have noticed some people don't like when we do like scenarios of like if Tigers had a one. Yeah, I know. Then it's like, <laughs> That's like, why oh, I was careful like, about my wording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, we we understand that it didn't happen. We're just saying that like it's not they're not that far away from the eight. Like if they go on a little run in the next you know six weeks, they're, they're two wins off the eight, which which sounds insane with the pressure they were under at the start of the year. Um, it it just shows you like if you're a team that is on the edge of the eight, those games where you go we we should have won that are so crucial, yeah. are so crucial. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I think personally that. As long as Hastings can say injury free, and I know he got injured on the weekend, but it doesn't seem like a long, long term injury, that they can build in. If they bring they bring Appy and uh, Papali'i to this side next year, I absolutely <sighs> believe that they can challenge the top eight next year, and that's why I do believe that the ship not fully turned around yet, but she's turning, <laughs> baby, she's turning. Think about it. Like that size and that can challenge the eight next year for sure. Yep. Matter of fact, if they had Hastings from round one, like playing the footy that he's playing, they probably would have picked up one or two games over that period. You know? they would have, mate, that Titans game was a shit fight. It just needed someone that <laughs> could play to step into it. Uh, so, look, a Tigers fans, get excited because it's it, it does look like there's direction now. It does look like the club is headed towards top eight footy. I know there's a joke that, you know, they don't make eight or whatever, but you can't tell me that. Put it this way. Imagine Appy and Papali'i were at the club now. They definitely would have won one or two more games than they did. Uh, so exciting times for the Tigers. Um, I know it was the Bulldogs, but a win's a win, a yep. win's a win. And we have to remember, like, they did take it to Manly and got a few rough calls against Manly. And also Cowboys, they were in that game pretty much until the last 20 or so. 
so they're heading in the right direction. But I agree, Timmy. It's not fully turned around yet, but they're heading in the right direction. Doggies. Is it going to get worse before it gets better? Unfortunately, I think so. Yeah, as I said, I wasn't overly <coughs> impressed with them the other night. Scored most of their points uh, against 12 men for the West Tigers. And fuck, when you take off Hastings, you might as well be playing 10 with the Tigers. Mm. They are just a completely different side. They lack a lot of direction. Um, yeah, I, that's tough with Canterbury. You come into the season with so much hope. Their team is so much better on paper. They do look like they're playing better. And then you look at the ladder and you're like, fuck, it's the same old. Yeah. Like, it's it's brutal to watch it at the moment. Mate, I don't know. Like, when you see that, do you go, okay, well, it wasn't the coaching? You know what I mean? Like, what kind <laughs> of – what position have the Bulldogs put themselves in at the moment where let's say they go on and continue to lose and get the spoon? Then is it fair to say, well, Barrett was unfairly let go before he was allowed to build the roster he needed? Mm. Because by getting rid of him now, it's almost setting yourself up for you need to improve because you're saying he's such a bad coach, we need him gone now. Whereas if they don't turn things around, it's like, well, there's clearly something else that's not working at the club either. I mean, mate, like the reality is that game on the weekend, they played the West Tigers who aren't a top eight team without their fullback, without their five eight. They had Tyrone Peachy at centre, who they've had as a lock forward all year. They had another Adam Dewey's debutant out. on the wing. They're without Adam Dewey. Like, uh, I just, like, at some point with Canterbury, you sort of sit there and go, fuck, why don't you win that? Like, there's no reason why they lose that game of football. Mm. They're missing Josh Adokar. I get that. But, fuck, if you, if you said to me, oh, would you rather miss Adokar? Would you rather, rather miss Luke Brooks, Dane Laurie, blah, yeah. blah, blah, Dewey? Like, yeah, it's tough. Positive is, positive is, Matt Burden is absolutely improving each week over the past mm. month. I think he is really, really starting to find his feet. I think he's impacting games. He's making less errors. He's making the right decision. He's also showing us a kicking game, a very unique kicking game, where almost every kick he puts up, it's a 50-50 chance as to whether you might get that oh, ball back from a knock-on. Yeah. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I think he's like starting to realise the power that he has with that big boot. Uh, I did find it interesting that Hastings goes off for 10 minutes, Burden kicks his dick off and can kick, has all the time in the world kick. As soon as Hastings gets back on, there's 10 minutes to go, the game's over, but Hastings is the one putting pressure on him. And I think like that was such a good example of like an, an experienced player understanding like that guy is killing us with our kicks. We need to do something about it. But anyway, back to Burton. Um, yeah, the positive for the club is, is that he's playing the best footy he's played since he's got there. So at least it seems like he's happy. What, what do you think about the doggies, Timmy? I thought they used him more effectively. We touched last week on him sort of sweeping out the back a little bit, just being ineffective. They were using him in a flatter role and just getting the ball early in sets. Um, he made a lot of just really classy decisions, whether that be giving early ball, whether that be going to the line and giving, creating a bit of space for the blokes out the back. Um, and you're right. So I think that's a, a real shining light that he started to click there a little bit despite a pretty one-sided affair. Mm. Uh, the doggies, you know, you talk about expecting or hoping for improvement in performance and start winning games as soon as they change coach and that. It's just not going to happen, mm. I don't think. I don't think they've got the roster to do it at the moment. We keep talking about next year, next year, next year. And it's hard not to say, well, we want results now. But I think if we're being realistic about it, um, I don't think they're going to get results until next year. So mm. it's more about building towards that and showing signs of combinations coming together rather than necessarily getting the two points at the end of the day. As much as you want to see it, um, I think there are more important factors to look at. If Dufty is another club next year and Vaughan is another club next year, I think Vaughan's actually been pretty solid this year. You know, I, I, 
I don't think like he hasn't set the world alight, but I, I think he's actually been pretty consistent. Um, Dufty on the weekend, probably not his best performance. Do you start considering putting Avrilo at the back there in preparation for next year if Dufty isn't going to get re-signed? Um, and to your point, do you start going, all right, every selection is building combinations for next year when we get mm. the side. Is that the spot the dogs are in right now where they go, this year's a write-off, we're not going to challenge for the eight, we're essentially done, let's start preparing for next year. Get young guys in that are long-term or, or whatever, let's put Avril at the back there, let's uh, keep the Flanagan-Burton combination. Is that? Do you start you know, moving other forwards around that are going to suit a Reed Marnie? What do you think, Yuru? Fuck, it sucks that we're having this conversation again. Yeah. Another year. Like, yeah. But it is what it is. I, like, there was a couple of things that Dufty did on the weekend that I I don't think I could pick him next week. Mm. I think I would have to make a change there. I think that Avarillo, we always said, we, we think his best position is fullback. Yeah. That's it. So I, I would definitely be playing him in the one next week. And, yeah, I don't know. You prepare for... But I, I really like uh, Reed's coming in there, and it's going to be an improvement. But I don't think that nine is a huge problem for them right now. Mm. I think Marshall King is playing pretty damn well, not at the level of Reed Marnie. Don't get me wrong, uh, but. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we are round one next year? Are the halves going to be the same? Is that is that what you're anticipating? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I I personally think if you're not going to re-sign Dufty next year, if you've made that decision internally, I think you put whoever is going to be fullback next year yep. immediately okay. into that spot, and you start building up that common <coughs> and like. Honestly, you almost try to force them to live together. Like, I know they can't. It's a joke. <laughs> but you get Flanagan, Burton, and whoever the fullback is, and the nine, Jerry Marshall King, for now. Obviously, Reed comes in to do it. And, and just force them to be best mates. Just get them close as anything and build towards next year. What do you thought? What do you think about that, Timmy? Yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to just about pull the plug on the... It's not a dafty experiment, but um, throwing an Avery back to fullback and start to build those combinations... Mm. Especially in the sense they've got an interim coach in there at the moment. They're still looking for a full-time head coach uh, for the future. There's no pressure on the coaches to go, you have to get results now. It's like you're building towards next year. Mm. Um, as I said, it's, it's a tough one for fans to stomach <coughs> because they're going, as much as it's about 2023, we've heard this for a few years now, we want to win games now, yeah. but uh, I'd be looking at combinations and bringing them those together because it'll benefit them, benefit them so much in round one next year yeah. if the, this new look spine has games together. Yeah, for sure. And, and look, if you're going to re-sign Dufty, then you keep Dufty back yep. there and you develop around him and you go, you try to work on the shortcomings in his game. Because the, the tough thing with Dufty is like, when he's on, he is on. Like he, when he's on, he truly is one of the better fullbacks in the competition. And I honestly, I'll argue with anyone, Dufty's best game is as good as some of the better games. Now, it's not as high as like a Tom Dvojevic, but I tell you what, it's it's up near Dylan Edwards' best game. Like, like, and Dylan Edwards obviously a premiership winning fullback. So when he's on, oh man, if you could get that every week, you've got a 
good enough forward to uh, good enough fullback to win a comp. Didn't he? He had like five tries in the game last year, didn't yeah. he, for the Dragons? Yeah. And and there was a game where he was a bit under the pump. He had a poor game uh, earlier this year. Then he came out the next game and he was outstanding. But so if you're going to re-sign him, I think you need to make that choice in the next week or two, and stick with it. I just think Fully. you know Dufty's another guy that yes his ceilings are unbelievable, but I feel like I look at Canterbury every week and go, can they win this game if this happens? If this happens, like you're relying on. A lot of players if, with huge yeah. ceilings to play a good game at the same time yeah, for them point. to get a result. Mm. Good point. And, and he's not – Dufty's not a Tyrell Sloan where you're like, we've seen his good games, do we persist with it? Where he's had 10, 15, 20 games. 93 appearances now. That's a fair few games. Yeah, so it's like way. when you have all these highs but then so many lows, it's like at what point do you, do you cut your losses and say – He's just not going to be the consistent performer that we want to see. Like, even spoke last week about fullbacks at um, A mark in defence. Mm. New Browns, two tries straight through Matt Dufty. He wasn't alone, but mm. two pretty ordinary defensive efforts. It's like, how many chances do we give this bloke mm. knowing even though what his ceiling can be? Yeah, I tell you what, if he does move on to Super League, he will absolutely yeah, tear it up. Tear, I mean, we saw what Jai Field is yeah. it Jai Field? Jai Field, yeah. He is tearing that thing apart. Dufty over there, it'll be. A piss take for Dufty. He'll win Man of Steel. Easy, and it won't it, like it won't even be like if he yeah. turns up and, and has a crack, like he'll yeah. kill it over there. I do think that right now where he's at in his career, it's very hard to once you get that brush painted with that brush of like, you know, yes, crazy ceiling, but a bit inconsistent. It's going to be hard for another club to take him on right now because mm. fullback is so crucial to be consistent each week. Um, but hopefully, you know, regardless of what he does. He's going to play footy somewhere because a yeah. Super League team picks you up. He will absolutely. Oh, like, like th- this year was backed against the wall for Dufty. Yeah. It was perform or go to Super League. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, whatever happens, hope he's happy uh, with the decision because he, he's got such an incredible talent in him. Like, he just needs to unlock it each week. Yeah. Once he does, fuck, he's going to kill it. What do you think about the doggies, Matt? Yeah. It's. I, I did expect them to be gone a, l- a little better than, than they are now. I did like. Um, when they were coming back on the weekend, I, I was thinking, because the, the one bloke we've forgotten about for Origin is Matt Burton, and he's probably not going to play now. But I was sitting with my mate, um, Eric, and he was saying, mate, if Matt Burton can pull the dogs out of this, then, you know, he's back in the conversation. Unfortunately, they didn't get there. But, yeah, I don't know. It's hard It's hard to put a finger on it because they've... Yeah, I, I, don't, I think Matt Dufty at fullback, you know... He's not right for them, mm. definitely. For where they are right now. For where they are, for where they are now, yeah. Because yeah. like, obviously that that spine's very inexperienced. Um, yeah, they'll they'll be better with Reed next year, obviously, mm. and yeah, kick out as well. But I don't know; it's hard to really comment because I just I just I'm not so sure. No. Yeah, and, and like Dufty is such an interesting case because like in his mind he'd be like, well, look at this game and this game and this game, and, and he has every like you'd look at him, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Like fuck, that's incredible what you've done those games. And then, you know, in his defence, he could be like, well, the whole team's inconsistent, you know? Like, it's not just me that's inconsistent. Everyone's inconsistent. So, um, yeah, I, I, if, I'm, if I'm the Bulldogs, I make the hard decisions now. Like, I'm, I'm talking really hard decisions. Um, even, even I'd be trying to either recruit or stick with a 13. Um, you know, because I think 13 is so crucial. When you look at that squad... Is there anyone that stands out for you that could be a 13 for the Doggies? I mentioned uh, to Pine a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I wouldn't mind giving him a go. I don't, I don't think he is a premium 13. Mm. But I just think he might. I, I still, I, we said a few weeks ago too, I come back to, fuck, if they had Asiata, he'd be such a good point of difference. Mm. Oh, he would have been such a good, yeah, yeah. 
Fuck. Like that, that, that has really stung them. Like, as far as all these recruits went and uh, all these big names, like Josh Adokar and Burton were obviously the two top dogs, but I thought Asiata was the next most important there. Well, it was funny. Remember how we were saying, I think like a few weeks before, we were saying, you know who'd be really good at the dogs? Asiata. Yeah. And then they go out and sign, sign him, and then all the stuff later. happens outside. But you're right, they do miss... They miss him heaps. Massively. Um, but anyway, doggies, hopefully uh, they start building towards next year. The, 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 yeah, they've got a forward pack that do rip in. Like, they do mm. rip in that forward pack. Anyway. Tyler Mater is going to be big. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. He's missed a lot of footy the last couple yeah. of years. 400 days or something. Yeah, if, if he can come back and, you know, he played on the weekend in limited minutes. If he can come back, be that 80-minute edge man that holds up defensively. He's a great footballer yeah. when he's fit. Um, so hopefully he comes back, shores up an edge, offers plenty in attack as well. Yeah. Um, a bit of a, a shining light for them. Good though. to see him back out as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, congratulations, uh, Ray. Because the, the other one too to mention, <coughs> Zach Docker Clay. He made his debut on the weekend at age twenty-seven off really? the bench. He oh is, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. He's 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 played so much New South Wales Cup over the last few years. He's had a heap of injuries too. Like being a half back at twenty, like he, he's playing hooker now, but he's always been a seven or six. Yeah. He would have just thought his career was over. Yeah. If you're a halfback and you don't get a gig at 22, oh, yeah, you're at you're long skins. odds. He's waited another five years. He's bounced around. A heat. Like I think he's played for three clubs in three years. Mm. Got his opportunity there, so well done to him. Yeah, well done, Zach. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 